This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What's up, NBA fans? Welcome into NBA Now as we are live one week prior to the 2024 NBA trade deadline. Welcome in to NBA Now by Chat Sports. I am Nick Roloff. We got my guy, Jeffrey Cooperstein, riding shotgun on today's live stream as we're going to look at a lot of things surrounding the NBA, latest trade rumors, news. We're going to look at the top trade candidates that could be departing their current teams a week from today at the February 8th trade deadline. And we're also going to break down five blockbuster trade ideas later on in today's live show. But as always, as people pile into the chat, I want to get a nice check-in. Tap in with me, if you will, on who your favorite team is. Shout out your favorite Let's team go. for me down in the captain section as we welcome in Jeffrey Cooperstein. Yes, Let's sir. go, Coop. How are we feeling today? Feel good, man. Week week before the trade deadline, this is when the juice really starts to pick up, and I always love trade season. Yes, sir. We got Christopher, a common face in the chat, saying Boston Celtics XD Gamer rocking with the Orlando Magic. Magic having a surprising season where they are competing for a playoff spot, currently the eighth seed last time I looked. They would be in a playing game against the Miami Heat if the season ended today. Rashard Lee's rocking with the Mavs and Lakers. Ryan and AJ also a Mavs fan. Dakota is a Pelicans fan. Don't see many of those, okay. but you love to see a Pelis fan in the building. We got the San Antonio Spurs rocking with the Spurs. Bodega looks like he's rocking with the New York Knicks. We got Noah Mann with the T-Wolves, a shocking season where they're top four in the Western Conference. We have three different fans here from Dylan Jones, Lakers, Thunder, and Heat. Well, I guess what? If those three are your favorite teams, you're never going to be Heat, bored. At West, the, Middle, East. You're also never going to be bored. The Heat and Lakers are in every single trade rumor ever Absolutely. imaginable. And then the Thunder are as fun as it gets right now with their young core. Ryan says Mavs needs a trade badly. Uncle is a Mavs for life. So a lot of Dallas Mavs, fans, of Mavs fans in the chat. I like is it. it. Does Coop Let's go. Does Jeffrey Cooperstein move the needle? Moving Getting the mountains. Mavs fans all in the chat. That's right. Subscribe, YouTube.com slash Mavs TV. <laughs> XD Gamers wanting Zach Levine to the Magic. Levine will be talked about oh, today. Yeah. Will he go to the Orlando Magic in one of our trade ideas? Stay tuned for that. But as we continue to get people piling in here, 60 people watching, who is going to be the best player to be traded a week from today on that February 8th trade deadline or prior to February 8th next Thursday? Let us know who you think that best player can be. Can it be DeJounte Murray, who everyone expects and is probably the best player available? Our live Maybe poll says 50% DeJounte Murray is the most likely player to be traded. I mean, that would probably be the most likely. Zach Levine is up there. DeMar DeRozan as well. Kyle Kuzma, a potential player as well. Who's going to be the best player to be traded? We got Richard Lee and... Nice. Camel. A lot uh, of LeBron. Saying LeBron. Uh, Natik also says LeBron. To the Mavs. 
Okay, Nick's Galaxy's in the chat. What's up, my guys? Saying next. Callie's a Celtics fan. Dino says ready for the trade. So am I, Dino Hill. He's a Pistons fan. Oh, my, Dino Hill. I'm sorry. I am sorry for how things are shaking out in the Western or Western Eastern Conference. A little coffee for you? 4 p.m. sip? A little afternoon delight. I love that. You know what that flavor is? Uh, mocha marshmallow. Correct. Mocha Very marshmallow good. coffee. We're getting locked in and dialed in on NBA now. You can get dialed in off the court and uh, off the YouTube stream, I should say, with Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And you can get a $100 first deposit match when you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS. Daily Fantasy made easy. Just pick two to six players and pick more than or less than on their stat projections. And you can win up to 25 times your money. I'm looking ahead to Super Bowl Sunday in about a week and a couple days. I uh, can't really go too far in advance with NBA games, but it's all right because we're looking for the final NFL game for, what, six or seven months just about. I'll take the freebie of more than half a passing yards from Patrick Mahomes. I think Pacheco reaches Pater at once. I'll take the more than on touchdowns for him, less than on Debo Samuel receiving yards, and I'll go more than on Christian McCaffrey receiving yards for him as well. You can take my picks, you can fade my picks, but head to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS to get a first deposit match up to $100. I play prize picks every day. Coop plays prize picks every day. Rapper Meek Mill plays prize picks every day. Comedian Andrew Schultz plays prize picks every single day. That link is in the live chat. It's in the description of today's stream as well. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Enjoy watching basketball. Baseball games just around the corner, NHL in the last football game with prize picks. We have another question for you, which is always a ever-changing one. Absolutely. Who will win the 2024 NBA title? We're just past the halfway mark of the NBA season. Indeed. Um, almost at the deadline, almost at the All-Star break. The Celtics have the best record in the NBA. They're, I, they're a good ball club. I do not trust the Boston Celtics to win the NBA. Team. I don't hate that take. I don't hate that take. In the East, your top three teams as of now are Celtics, Bucks, Knicks in order on record. And I'd probably yes. label that as title contenders as well. And then when you look in the Western Conference, I think there's only four teams that really have a chance. I, I, would I think there's one team that has a chance You say the, the Nuggets, so that's fine. The Clippers are playing oh, such fair. a good brand of basketball. I think they can win the NBA title. They've been playing outstanding hoops. I know people are going to say the Timberwolves and Thunder aren't ready yet. You, The Timberwolves are not. Thunder, maybe. I, 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 could, I could be persuaded on the Timberwolves. I think if the Thunder catch you on a bad night, a.k.a. if they matched up with the Nuggets, Nuggets have a couple rough shooting games, I think the Thunder could beat them in a series. I, I, I would still pick Nuggets in six. That would be my pick if the season ended today. But I'm telling you right Look, now, it wouldn't surprise me if the Thunder were able to take advantage of a couple poor nights shooting from Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., that and they win that series in seven. That team is young. That team is crazy athletic, and they are not afraid at all. I mean, they're going to have the best player in every playoff series besides one, probably, unless they match up with the Mavericks, I suppose, in the first Thank round. You. Um, but that is my point. They have the second, yeah, absolutely. They have the third best player in the Western Conference, in my opinion, with Shea Gildas-Alexander. I still got Jokic as my one. I actually... My top two players in the NBA are Jokic 1, Luka 2, and then you could probably go either Embiid 3, Giannis 4, or SGA 5. That would be my top five tangent here. I do think, though, that this year is the most open it's been in years. I agree. I actually did some looking yesterday at the first what the first-round playoff matchups would be 
if the playoffs were today, they would be outstanding. Oh, be like great. in the East, you have it would be Celtics, Magic, first round, blah. Bucks Heat again in the two seven. Are you backing your <laughs> Miami Heat to win again? Maybe. Uh, uh, a three six of New York and Indiana, which would be unbelievably good television. You'd have a Cleveland and Philly series in the first round, and then you go to the West. It would be at the time I looked yesterday. I actually forgot who was in the one spot. Um, all I know is that it would have been a Clippers Suns first round, oh, and that would have been that'd a, be tasty. A that would have been so sick. All right, we do have a super chat menu today. If we want to get a little crazy here on NBA now, any super chat you'll get on screen, you'll get on the show. If you want to showcase your trade idea, your trade uh, knowledge, your NBA knowledge, or just want to ask us a question here at Chat Sports, any super chat will get on screen. $5, I got my happy dad. Scratch that. Happy mom's raspberry flavor, $5 super chat. I'll crack open a beer's cheers. $10, I got that Patron on me, Patron Zone. Take a shot of tequila on a Thursday afternoon. And $50 super chat, I'm pouring an entire happy mom into the Merbonga. Let's chugging go. it. Get Liddy on, on a Thursday. Why not? It's Thursday Thursday. If we want to get things fun, that's our super chat menu, but any super chat does get on screen. 55 people watching. Make sure you like today's video as well. We want to get more people to join the stream and make this a very fun little primer for the trade deadline, if you will. The best way to do that, hit that like button. It tells YouTube that this is a good thing going on here at Chat Sports. The stream will get pushed out to more viewers on YouTube and we'll create a better atmosphere. Let's get to 40 likes. 61 people watching. 27 likes now. Once we get to 40 likes, we're 13 away. We will start today's show with the latest trade rumors. Hit that like button. It's completely free here at Chat Sports. So it'd be very nice of y'all to help us out by hitting that like button. Takes one second. Let's get to 40 likes and we could start today's video. Yodan's in the building. Six likes away until we can get started. Come on, fellas. Hit that like button. Hit that like button. Four likes away. Coop, do we have that listicle of what's coming up? Uh, we do not. I can not? build okay, it real quick. Fine. So as we are four likes away from 40 likes, now three. Three people need to like the video, and then we can start today's show. The latest NBA trade news and rumors a week away from the trade deadline. The top 15 trade candidates that I think and Coop think could be on the move either on the February 8th trade, trade deadline or leading up as we are seven days away, and then five blockbuster trades that might go down on that February 8th trade deadline. We crossed 40 likes. We got 43. Salute to all of you guys. Richard Lee says, Heat Maps Finals, I'm in. Uh, part three. Crim's Dad says, Trade Roly. Crim's Dad, I'm cutting you. Crim's F Roly. Go, 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 go say what's up to Marsh or something, Crimmy. Good to see you as always, buddy. I just like to play. All right, let's dive into the first segment on today's live show, the latest NBA news and rumors. Oh, my God, Neckbeard's in us, too. I'm sorry, Neckbeard. We had to go live on NBA now. All right, see you. Let's get it. All right, let's get it. I'm Nick Roloff of Chat Sports. You're watching NBA Now, and we have a lot to get to as we are a week away from the February 8th 
NBA trade deadline in 2024, and we have a lot of news and rumors to hit on. We're going to start with the latest surrounding the Golden State Warriors. Are the Houston Rockets star hunting at the deadline to try to improve their roster? And are the Los Angeles Lakers in trouble of missing the playoffs? Stay tuned for that. But before we get into the latest news and rumors, I want to make sure you all are sub sub uh, subscribed and you have your notifications turned on. Why? Well, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of news that is going to happen in the next week. And we're actually filming this segment live on NBA Now at Chat Sports. You might have known that if you had that notification setting on. So hit that noti bell and be alerted when we drop a video surrounding the latest NBA trade news and rumors. Or we go live because you can bet your bottom dollar we'll be live next Thursday on the NBA trade deadline. All right, let's jump into the latest surrounding the dubs, the Golden State Warriors, because they've had quite the intriguing season thus far where they have underachieved a lot of expectations. Aging big three of Clay, Curry, and Dre. Wiggins has been struggling. Let's check in on those dubs. Brian Windhorst, the legend himself, said the Warriors have no interest in moving Draymond Green or Klay Thompson before the NBA trade deadline. Two legends, two really close friends with Steph Curry, obviously. So it would be quite the shock if they moved on from those two. But make no mistake, they are not the same players they used to be. And you could just tell by their statistics. Clay is kind of becoming a cooked product a little bit. It's a little bit sad to see, but he's just not putting up the same numbers as he once was. He's more of a volume scorer now rather than the efficient marksman from beyond the arc. Let's, let's not act like 38.5% is bad. Not saying that for Clay. The problem with it is, is that he's not providing you anything else outside of those catch-and-shoot threes. It just comes with the territory of having major Achilles, ACL injuries in two of the last five seasons, right? Dre's never been the most uh, uh, effective guy on the offensive end. That's not how he makes his money. But he is a good defender still, and he is someone who's still going to bring that fiery edge. But these two are declining. And you could just tell that the Warriors are kind of stuck in this no-man's land right now when it comes to their team building. They still want to contend. They still want to get Steph Curry a chance to make the NBA Finals, win the NBA championship. But they're also in between where they have to start thinking for the future. Guys like Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, Brandon Podziemski, who they drafted in the first round this past year. Like those three guys can contribute, can be maybe building blocks of the future. But then you also got these veterans making a boatload of money like Chris Paul, like Andrew Wiggins, who, if you had to ask me, are more likely to be traded than the two that you just saw on screen referring to Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. They have huge cap hits, which are making them negative assets, and it's kind of an issue because who is going to trade for those guys and be able to give you someone that can help your team now? Like Wiggins... Wiggins is an interesting story because, well, he's making 24 mil, and when he's just signed this, just started this extension that is going on for the next three to four seasons. So it's like this is not like an expiring contract that Wiggins has. You trade for Wiggins, you got him for four years at 24 million dollars. If he doesn't turn around his career because of how bad he's been playing this season, well, no one wants that. So there's really not a lot of upgrades Golden State can go out and make with Chris Paul with Andrew Wiggins, which is leaving them in a very precarious position. They've won four titles, though. 
but is that all they will get? Is the Warriors dynasty over? If you think it is, type Y for yes, type N for no. Let us know what your thoughts are on the Warriors dynasty down in the comment section. Before we transition to the Houston Rockets, H-Town, hold it down. Shout out Will Scott. Check out Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. You can get a $100 first deposit match at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Just take more than or less than on two to six player stat projections. You could win up to 25 times your money. I'm looking ahead to Super Bowl 57. 57? Yeah, nailed it. Mahomes, more than a half of passing yards. You're getting a freebie there from prize picks. I'm also taking the more than on rushing touchdowns from Isaiah Pacheco. Less than on Debo Samuel's receiving yards. More than on Christian McCaffrey's receiving yards. It's a ridiculous number, but ooh, I'm taking the more than on CMC. You can take my picks. You can fade my picks. But go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS to get a first deposit match up to $100. That link will be in the description. It will be in the comments of today's video. Take advantage of that fantastic deal Prize Picks is offering. All right, let's head to Houston because they've surprised quite a bit of people, including myself. I didn't think Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, and others being added to that rotation of Jabari Smith, Shengun, Jalen Green, and the rookie Amen Thompson would bode well. But their rebuild is going a lot faster than people expected, and apparently they are on the buyer's market. You mentioned that core I just talked about. I didn't even bring up the talented rookie out of Villanova, Cam Whitmore, who I had in my top 10 of my big board, by the way. Just want that on the record. I had him in my top 10. He fell all the way down to 20. Ooh, that was a shocker for me, and I know there's some teams out there like the Los Angeles Lakers who we'll get to in just a bit that are not happy that they passed on Whitmore for Jalen Hood-Shafino, but they got six guys that can really make things happen. And Sham Sharanya, the NBI insider, said the Rockets are looking to find another center and a two-way ball handler. Well, there's some guys out there, but if the question is where do they want to go, right? There's quite a good amount of big men to back up Alfred and Shengun. There's also some guys out there. We got our guy Jeremy Chuggs in office saying that there's a potential they go and try to get Mikael Bridges. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Um, but before we show the center list, just make sure you fix his photo here. Uh, we got Kelly O, Clint Capella, Andre Drummond, and Robert Williams III. Some centers that could back up Shengun to help them be better defensively in the postseason. Listen, Shengun's a great player. He plays very similar to um, Nikola Jokic, if we're going to be honest. The way he can facilitate playmaking. Him, Sabonis, and Jokic are probably three of the best passing bigs in the entire NBA. But using someone to back him up as a primary defender and rim protector might bode well for H-Town and Ime Adoka. But when it comes to that ball handler that is on a two-way level, could it be Malcolm Brogdon, the guard from Portland who was sent over in that Drew Holiday deal from Boston, won sixth man of the year just one season ago, had a rough postseason stretch against Miami, but he had that elbow slash forearm injury, and Brogdon has had quite the season in Portland so far. 15.8 points per game, 
five four and a half assists. But the thing that he brings to the table is two-way ability. He can handle the rock. He can also defend at a good clip. And the piece I like about Brogdon is that he's very, very good at fitting next to anyone. He could play the two. He could play off ball. He can be the main ball handler as well in, in, in starting the offense. You look at their guards of Fred Van Vliet and Amon Thompson. If those two are the ones, you could put Brogdon next to them, take a little off their shoulders handling the rock, but be a little bit of the defensive guy in that backcourt. Brogdon fits a lot of teams. Could he be going to H-Town? Let me know what your thoughts are on the Houston Rockets. Are they going to get to the playoffs in the first year of the Ime Adoka era? Type P if you think they will. Type L if they are going to be missing the playoffs and picking in the lottery. One more reminder, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We are your one-stop shop for all things leading up to the NBA trade deadline. It's a week away. Don't miss any news or rumors surrounding the NBA trade deadline. We are also going to be live on trade deadline day, so make sure you join us on that very, very hectic day. Let's go out to Hollywood and check on the LA Lakers because they might be in trouble, folks. They are not looking good. And they do want to make some upgrades like they did last year's NBA trade deadline where they got Jared Vanderbilt. They got D'Angelo Russell. They got Rui Hachimura to help fortify that rotation. Are they going to try to do something similar this year? We'll check in with Sham Sharanya again because DeJounte Murray is the key name surrounding the Lakers. And Shams isn't backing down from that. DeJounte Murray is going to continue to emerge as the top target for the Lakers. From what I'm told, another scenario to keep your eye on. Players that the Lakers do have interest in, I'm told, is the three guys from the Nets, Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Royce O'Neal. I will say this. We mentioned all the moves the Lakers made last year at the deadline to help them go on a run that ended in the Western Conference Finals. I'm just not so sure that they're going to be able to do that type of thing at the trade deadline again, where they bring in all these rotation guys and help propel them in a deep playoff run. Because they're one game under 500. This offense in this team just hasn't been there. And it's crazy to think that an Anthony Davis, LeBron-led team with the so-called great young player that Austin Reeves is, is only 24 and 25 and behind teams like Dallas, behind teams like New Orleans. And here's the thing. Like, if they make a boost, right, they even go up. The best that I think they will end in the regular season is probably the seventh. Are you taking the Los Angeles Lakers in a first-round playoff series against one of the Timberwolves, Nuggets, Clippers, or Thunder? You can maybe argue the T-Wolves, as producer Coop thinks that's the case. But I'm taking the top four teams beating the Lakers in a seven-game series pretty easily, just based off what I've seen from this roster. Torian Prince, Darren Vanderbilt, not helping LeBron and AD but D'Angelo Russell, we'll see what happens with him. Could he be dealt at the deadline? He's been playing good ball in the month of January. The Lakers have significantly struggled this year. No doubt about that. Should Darvin Ham be canned in L.A.? If you think the Lakers should fire Darvin Ham, type F for fire, type K if they think you should keep him. It is intriguing to see LeBron's coach always being fired. The only one to never be fired yeah, that main man in the 305, Eric Spolstra. That will do it for today's episode of NBA Now. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Roloff. 
Because I'm talking everything NBA over on the Bird app. I don't give a shit. It will always be Twitter, not X. So give me a follow at Nick underscore Rolla. Oh, did I really just see what I thought I saw in production? Jesus. Yeah, you just saw that. I saw it midway through, and yeah. I was just like, well, I... I, I uh, For those yeah. wondering, the New England Patriots hired their offensive coordinator. That's Rolly's other job here at Chat Sports. We'll just we'll just power through these two segs and yeah, I think that's gonna have to be how here. it goes. I think yeah. that's gonna be have to how it goes. Do you guys think the Lakers should fire Darvin Ham? Type F for fire. Type K for keep. Dylan Jones saying they need to. Rolly's neckbeard saying F everyone except Rolly and Harrison. Yeah, you know Rolly neckbeard is a big time supporter of the Rolly. So he's saying F me. Uh yes, it's it's Harrison and Rolly against the world. If I'm understanding that correctly. Time and the Buckeye is in the chat, in case you were wondering. I knew, well, I mean, that's not we a concern. That was, was not a concern. What's up, Ty, man? Good to see you. We knew he was going to be here. Crim's dad and Robert Bruce hanging out as well. Darvin Ham has been on the hot seat for a minute. Um, I don't know if he gets fired year one. I think if he were to get fired, they would have already done it. It also depends because we don't know if LeBron James is a Laker next year. So there's that. Free agent to be? Correct? Uh, yeah, he's not going to turn down his player option, I don't think. You don't think? it's $52 million. Dude, he can get that from another team. I don't, can he? Yes, it's LeBron James. I don't know. Yeah, I will say this. I'll be intrigued to see what happens with Bronny James. Um, obviously, the reports are that he wants to play with his son. Which the brother stinks. Makes sense. He, um, wrong. He, he, is, he can't be a first-round pick in this year's draft. I, I agree. He is absolutely a second-round player, though, because he's young. He's coming out. And I like what I've seen from him on the terms of a defensive level. Agreed. He is, I would argue. He's an NBA defender right and, now. And, and I'll tell you this right now. Like, his offensive game has to come a long way. He can defend. I mean, I watch him at USC, and he, he can absolutely move his feet. He's got a good body on him. I think he is someone who could absolutely be an NBA defender. The problem is, is that in this day and age, you got to be able to score, and I just don't think he'll be able to do that early it's on. A, it's a scoring league, man. Defense is unfortunately irrelevant. Where You're the, telling me a team wouldn't give him a, uh, a one plus one at 50 mil? LeBron? They yeah. would. Exactly. They would. That's what I'm saying. But is, is LeBron going to want to go to a team that has that kind of cap space? Probably not. My question is like, I don't know. I don't know if he, uh, I don't know if he leaves. I, I don't know if he leaves, but it wouldn't shock me. If he it wouldn't him. shock me. Wendy says it wouldn't shock him either. So we'll see what happens. We know how Wendy is uh, in LeBron's ear. So You know, you know what? Talk about the worst timing of all time. For that to yeah, that's happen, pretty brutal. Way. I'll be honest with you. Pretty brutal. When we're both hosting a live, which I don't think that's ever that's been never the case happened. ever before. Yeah. Alex Van Pelt, what a loser. That that was That actually stinks. By the way, I don't even remember him being on the interview list. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe they're in I don't they, think he was. Maybe they interviewed him today. That's crazy. Alright, enough with the football talk. Uh well there is some Celtics fans in the chat though. So you Celtics fans that are also Patriots fans. Patriots hired Alex Van Pelt, former Cleveland Browns Correct. OC. To be their OC, it is... Uh, if I were a New England Patriots fan, which I'm not, I would not be happy. Yeah, I don't feel good about this at all. I don't feel good about it, but at least he has experience calling plays, which you're going to need with the other two young coaches. All right, let's move on 
with the NF or NFL. See now I'm about NFL brain. Yeah, you're all, you're all thing. flustered. Now hang on, um, this is yeah okay. We are going to talk about the top 15 players that could be traded at the NBA trade deadline, and uh, this is gonna be fun. 15 there's guys. There's a lot. There's a lot of good talent, and we're leaving a lot of people to, uh, off this list as well. Yes, there there's gonna be. I, do we want a bold prediction here? More than 12 last year, there were 12 trades made on the deadline. I think there'll be more. There's a weigh-in that I made for the final segment, I think. Or maybe is it this segment of a weigh-in? I don't. Um, it's this one. Yes. Look at the end of that one. Yeah. Okay. Good question. We'll ask. We'll ask. All right. Let's get into it. Here we go. Top 15 trade candidates coming your way. What's up, NBA fan? Today's show, all about the NBA trade deadline. We're less than a week away from that February 8th trade deadline. And who are the top players in the association that could be on the move? We'll talk about the top 15 in my eyes and Chat Sports' eyes on today's video. But before we jump into that, I want to challenge the NBA fans. Can we get to 100 likes in the first hour of this being out? I think we can prove to the bosses that you want more NBA content on the Chat Sports main channel. Let's get to 100 likes in the first hour. I'm watching you, and I know who doesn't like the video. All right, let's jump into number one on the list, and that is DeJounte Murray, the talented point guard in Atlanta. There's a lot of rumors buzzing around him. Could it have been Miami? Is it going to be Los Angeles? Well, Miami went with Terry Rozier just a week ago, and now DeJounte Murray's kind of left on an island of, well, is he really going to be dealt at all? I still think he does get traded because that backcourt between him and Trey Young just obviously isn't working. The two don't mesh whatsoever, and DeJounte Murray can get the Hawks some assets in a deal with maybe the Lakers or not. He's having a career year scoring, shooting from beyond the arc. DeJounte Murray, a once-talented floor general for Greg Popovich's Spurs, now could be on the move as the number one guy at the deadline. Let's move to number two, Zach Levine. And I'll tell you what, the market for Levine has certainly died down. The rumors about him potentially getting traded came out maybe earlier than anyone back in late October, early November. But after his injury and then his return and then he's missed the last couple of games, the trade talks have absolutely cooled on Zach Levine. I would, I've been a big fan of Levine's game for a long time. I just don't really know if there's a lot of teams out there that want the services of Zach Levine anymore, which is kind of crazy to think about, but it's really the case. Number three on the list, Kyle Kuzma, the forward from the Washington Wizards. Number three on your list, yeah, it's a little bit of a weak deadline, if you will, but he's had a decent year in the capital. 22 points, six and a half rebounds. His efficiency has been down but what intrigues me personally about Kyle Kuzma is his size. He's 6'9 with a 7-foot wingspan. He's had good defensive seasons in the past, not so much in Washington over the last two years, but that could be because of the brand of basketball the Wizards actually play. And the report surrounding Washington is that the asking price on Kuzma has actually lowered. It came out earlier this season that the Wizards wanted to get two first-round picks in return for Kyle Kuzma. I don't really know if you're going to get that. And that's why there was a report today or a couple days ago from The Athletic that said it's probably not going to be two first-round picks. It's probably going to be somewhere just a little bit less than that, whether it be one first-round pick and a 
okay player or maybe just a couple players that have the value of a first-round pick. So you don't expect the Kuzma to go out for some big, massive deal like the Wizards initially wanted. Who will be the best player traded before February 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern time? That is the exact date where you can't make any more trades. Who will be the best player move? Intriguing question. Will it be DeJounte? Will it be Kuzma? Will it be Zach Levine? Will it be someone else? Let's move over to the West and go look at Malcolm Brogdon, the guard for the Portland Trailblazers, has been certainly dealt quite a bit in his career from Indiana, now Boston, and likely again in Portland. He's been solid. Um, he's just a really good two-way guy. I really like his fit in New York if they're looking to add another guard because he would be a perfect guard to back up Brunson as they lost Emmanuel quickly, but also play alongside him potentially at some points during the game. DeMar DeRozan, we're going to Chicago once again. I don't know if DeRozan gets dealt, if we're going to be honest, but I think there is a possibility that DeRozan gets moved. He would certainly help any contender. He's improved his spot-up three-point shooting this year, which makes him a little more enticing for some guys because DeRozan used to only make an impact with the ball in his hands and in the mid-range. But now that he's developed a little bit of a three-point shooting game, DeMar could be an enticing trade candidate for opposing teams that are looking to contend. A guy that I really, really, really like, number six, Alex Caruso, the guard from Chicago. That's three bulls in the top six, if you're keeping count, by the way. Caruso is just a fantastic, fantastic basketball player. The raw statistics are not going to come out and wow you, but what does he bring to the table? He brings the intangibles. He brings hustle. He brings effort. The ability to lock down opposing teams' best perimeter score. Oh, and he's added a 40.9% three-point jumper this season. If I'm a contender, I am absolutely calling the Chicago Bulls about Alex Caruso. I mean, there's just so many people that could use the services of Caruso. He can defend your best player as long as he's not a center or maybe a Kevin Durant 6'10 guy. But he even put up a fight when the Bulls and Suns played earlier this season. Caruso has done a fantastic job this year upping his trade value, upping why contenders should want him. And you wonder what his value is. There's a report just like Kuzma where he can go for two firsts. Will be that, will be less that, or will the Bulls try to keep him on their roster moving forward? Someone that I really do expect to be traded is Bruce Brown. He's got a Pacers jersey on. Well, that's because he was already traded once this year in the Pascal Siakam blockbuster with him going to Indiana. Bruce Brown expected to be re rerouted from Toronto. $22 million this season. That's what he's getting paid. Ah, Bruce Brown, man. I think he gets dealt, but it makes it tricky with his salary. I can't believe the Pacers gave him that contract in the offseason. We still got eight names to get to, but I got a little hungry. And if you're getting hungry, check out Factor Meals and get 50% off with code NBAChat50 at factormeals.com slash NBAChat50. Well, Roly, well, Nick, what is Factor Meals? Let me tell you. It's ready-to-eat meal delivery that goes right to your door. Yes, it's shipped right to your door. It helps take the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success. Get chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. Over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and there's more. 
There's also over 55 weekly add-ons. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options in this year. Forget frantic lunch preps and rush dinners. Factors two-minute meals are your secret weapon in 2024. Fuel up fast with restaurant-quality meals all delivered right to your door. Also, if things get busy, I understand it. I'm super busy as well. Factor is flexible. Change your order up every week with plans ranging from 4 to 18 meals. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. So head to factormeals.com slash NBA chat 50 and use code NBA chat 50 to get 50% off. That's code NBA chat 50 at factormeals.com slash NBA chat 50 to get 50% off. That link is in the comments and description of today's video. Moving on to Bogdan Bogdanovich, the marksman in the ATL. I'm a big fan of his game. You've seen him have success in Sacramento, now having a good year for the Atlanta Hawks. And I tell you what, you see the three-point shooting percentage on screen, I'm convinced he shoots 50% from the field. I do not care. Every time I've watched the Hawks play this year, which I'm not going to sit up here and say I've watched every single Hawks basketball game, but I've seen about double digits, I'd say. I swear he makes four threes a night. He's got a silky smooth stroke that gets released at a lightning pace. It's hard to contest his shot, and you can tell he can score from all three levels of the court. Three-point range, inside the mid-range, he can even hit a little teardrop shot. Bogdanovich, someone that could be a perfect six-man scoring guy off the bench for any contender. Let's keep it with a Bogdanovich. But this one's Bojan Bogdanovic, the forward from Detroit. I know there's a lot of rumors and reports out there that the Pistons do not want to trade Bojan. That's completely fine. But if he was available, which I think he might actually be available, he would be someone anybody would want. He is a 20-point-per-game scorer that can really light it up at all three levels of the offensive court. In the half court, he can really take control of your offense, be a catch-and-shoot guy. I love the game of Bojan Bogdanovic. I'm also a big fan of Dorian Finney-Smith, the Brooklyn Nets forward. And as they've had a horrific year down in Brooklyn, Finney-Smith could be on the move. A perfect 3-and-D type player. He's had a rough month of January shooting the ball. Good news is we're now in the month of February, and maybe the month of love is going to show Dorian Finney-Smith some love as he rebounds to shoot some good hoops. Man, he's just a winning basketball player. Not much more I can say about Dorian Finney-Smith. We are less than a week away from the NBA trade deadline. Make sure you subscribe. We will have you covered up to the minute to the deadline. Once that timer passes, 3 p.m. Eastern time on February 8th, we won't leave either. Make sure you subscribe to Chat Sports and stay alerted on NBA Now videos when we put them out. All right, final five names here. Andrew Wiggins will start us off in, well... This might not be a top trade candidate. It's like a top 15 player that can be dealt. Maybe this is more just likelihood of Wiggins being traded. Because unfortunately for my main man, Andrew Wiggins, and I like Wiggy's game. I'm a big fan. He's a negative asset now, man. This is the first year of a four-year extension where he's making $24 million per season. And it's been ugly, man. He's shooting less than 30% from three, less than 40% from the field. He still has the ability to play good defense and be an energy guy, but his shooting stroke has just gone so far downhill. I hope he can turn it around, but Wiggins might be moved off for Golden State's purposes to save some money and maybe recoup some assets. Tyus Jones, another guy I'm a big fan of, the point guard in Washington. 
I believe that he's in his final year of his contract for the Wizards, and he is just a floor general. One of the best assist-to-turnover ratios in NBA history. He just never turns the ball over. Can absolutely run any offense as a backup guard. And if you're a contender looking to sure up that backcourt on the bench, Tyus Jones is your guy. Intriguing name, P.J. Washington. Maybe the first-ever player in NBA history to be clowned while scoring 40 points per ga- or 40 points in a game. I mean, he got absolutely shredded when he scored 40 a week ago because of everyone scoring 40 in the NBA. But he can shoot the ball, he can defend, he can rebound. PJ's an interesting name to keep your eye on. How about another scoring guard that can come off the bench or start? Gary Trent Jr. I'm a big fan of his game. I've watched him a couple times this year, and he's just absolutely lit it up every time I've watched. Maybe I've caught him on his good nights, but Gary Trent Jr., someone that could space the floor, be a knockdown marksman from beyond the arc, and also take the ball on the deck and get to the rack and collapse the defense. Gary Trent Jr. intrigues me on someone who could get moved as the Raptors have no hope of competing this season. Final name on today's video. How could we not name D'Angelo Russell? Well, we couldn't. That's why he's on the list. D'Angelo Russell has been an intriguing name this entire year as the Lakers have looked to move off of him and have been the main piece going back to Atlanta in that hypothetical DeJounte Murray trade. One intriguing thing, though, as D'Angelo Russell has had a fantastic January, though. 13 games played, and he has just been terrific. 22.7 points per night while shooting 48% from the field and 46% from three. D'Lo is absolutely lighting it up in the new year. And if he continues to play like this, I get it. He's not the defender that DeJounte Murray could be in that purple and gold. But it's hard for me to believe that Murray would be able to provide better offense than what D'Lo has shown in the 13 games in 2024. So we are closer and closer to the deadline. And I wanted to pose this hypothetical situation, a little more than or less than to take advantage of Price Picks, who also sponsors the show at times. More or less than 13 trades made at that NBA trade deadline. Let's say starting from now until February 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. More or less than 13. Type more if you think more. Type L if you think less. Before we hop out of here, make sure you give me a follow on Twitter at Nick underscore Roloff. I'm talking hoops every single day. And hey, if you want to follow me, you can also send me a DM. Ask me a question. I'm open. Those DMs are not private. I'll answer. I'll respond. Give me a follow on Twitter. Who? Two down, one to go. Two down, one to go. Do we count the Siakam, OG, and Rozier trades already? I agree. Question is from now until then. Yes. Now until then. PG says less. Rashard Lee says more. Skill says L. So for less, Maya's world says more. Rashard Lee says more. It's a more for sure. We had 12 last year. We're seven days out. I think it's coming. What's coming? Trade season. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. We're on the same page there. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? I don't know, man. What do you mean? Tie Man says lost. Tie Man's part of the No Fun Crew. This That's crazy, Tie Man. Tie man? Uh, you should always be typing your more because we should be hoping for more trades because that would be more fun. Exactly. We want fun. We want fun. Ah, uh, looks like we lost the uh, projection bet, by the way, our viewers. 
Not over yet. Not over yet. We we got close. We did. We were at like what ninety four. The yeah, ninety eight. Ninety eight was our peak. How much does this NFL videos get nowadays or streams? Not not good. They get over a stack. Not concurrent, but like total. No way. Not are even you close. sure? Or are you projecting? Are you talking about NFL Daily Live? Yeah. Dude, they get like one fifty. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know it was that Horrible. bad. So it's, this would this would be better than an NFL one. Correct. Okay. At least there's that. At least there's that. Clay Thompson trade. Rashard Lee asks, "Well, Rashard Lee, did you watch the first segment? I don't see a Clay Thompson trade happening. Brian Windhorst does not see a Clay trade happening either. It's just hard for me to imagine they deal him. He's a offseason or a free agent. This free agent, yeah. Um, I, I will say this. You could disagree with me. I don't think Clay gets resigned. I wonder if he takes a hometown discount to stay with the Dubs. No, I think, I think Clay wants to make $25 mil a year. I think he does, too. That's All the reports have said that, but $25 mil, I think the Dubs would give him $25 mil. They gave Draymond $25 mil. Yeah, but Draymond's game translates more as you get older. That's fair. Yeah, Clay at one time was the best two-way guard in the league. He cannot defend he a lane. He can't defend anymore. can't defend. Sad Maya's world says Clay Thompson for LeBron James. I don't think either team does that. Well, I could. The, LeBron, the, the, LeBron the, the, would so go to the, the Warriors. Warriors. Would do that. I, I lied. Why would the Lakers do that? Though? The Lakers would not do that. Why would the Lakers do that? I think LeBron also has a no trade clause. So if he didn't want, he can uh, approve or deny any trade. He's one of the very few players in the league that has. Alrighty. Sip right. of water. Hydrate. Rolly is drinking a gallon of water a day. Bottle number two. It's a half-gallon bottle. All right. Well, folks, it's been a fun one. Let's get into our final segment today. Uh, this one's about blockbuster trades that I think could go down. I cooked up all of these trades, but if you want to complain about them, um, go DM Brett Scott on Twitter and tell I, him that I don't, his trades. Yeah, I don't know if Brett even has his Twitter. Uh, he has a Twitter. I think he's on his Twitter more than you think, too, by the way. He just doesn't tweet. Correct. And I don't think he likes anything either. He just, but he, he sees He's it a all. lurker. He's a lurker. Okay, he sees, okay. He sees. he sees. All right. Let's do it. Let's see if we can get 25 more viewers and crack the triple-digit numbers in the next. We only met 19. If you haven't already, send the stream to a friend. Let's get to. I want to get more than 100 people watching at one time during today's stream. We're 81. Means you send guys, it to your friends Send it right to your now. friends, folks. We got a segment to go. Let's get it. 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 Let's go back to our old pale blockbuster. All right, Coop's got to reclip this at the end. Oh, shit, that's funny. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't even think it was that funny, but you just started laughing, so I started laughing. All right, regroup. One more sip of water to really reset. Spillage everywhere. All right. All right, welcome to NBA Now by Chat Sports. I'm Nick Roloff, and on today's show, five blockbuster trades that I think could happen at the NBA trade deadline. It's such a bummer that blockbuster no longer exists, but at least we could still use their photo and have them in our hearts and memory as we approach the trade deadline. And speaking of the trade deadline, we're going to be live. Yeah, you heard me. We will be live for three to four hours on Thursday, February 8th for the NBA trade deadline. Hit that sub button. I'll be on there. Harrison Graham will be with me. Join us for that big day, February 8th, on Chat Sports.
Blockbuster trade number one. Ooh, it's a doozy, too. The Lakers get DeJounte Murray, Sadiq Bey, Patty Mills as well. What do they give up? Well, they give up D'Lo, Austin Reeves, a 2029 first-round pick, and then two second-round picks. You never know what the Hawks want in return for DeJounte Murray. It's rumored that they want two first-round picks, but who knows what they're actually getting in these trade offers. All I know is that DeJounte Murray is a really good basketball player. He's a two-way guard who has a 6'10 wingspan at 6'5". In height, he's been phenomenal this season, having a career year in points per game, but also in the three-point shooting, he's never shot more than 38% from beyond the arc. He's doing that at an efficient clip this season. He also brings that two-way ability that the Lakers covet next to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Now, why would the Hawks do this? Well, these are the two players they'd be getting in return. And they've both had interesting seasons. Delos had a fantastic month of January where he's averaging 22 points a game, shooting 46 or 48% from the field and 46% from three. His numbers this year for the season are fantastic as well. But the main piece they would be getting back is Austin Reeves. A lot of people view him as a very good young player. And if the Hawks have took this trade, you have Austin Reeves starting as the two guard next to Trey Young in the backcourt. And you have D'Lo coming off the bench as the scoring sixth man. You would assume the Hawks make a lot of other moves along this trade, but this could be a good recoup of assets, especially getting two second round picks and that coveted 29 first round pick from LA that a lot of people think is going to be in the top 10. So if you had to predict it, or really just say who wins this trade between the Lakers and Hawks, let me know down in the comment section. If you think the Lakers win it, beginning Murray, Sadiq Bay, and Patty Mills, type LAL. Is it the Hawks in Atlanta? Type ATL. Moving on to the next trade that I think could be a blockbuster is the New York Knickerbockers. And they are getting Malcolm Brogdon to the Big Apple. All they got to send that massive expiring deal of Evan Fournier and a 2024 first round pick where they have a shit ton of them. And this is a perfect move to me for the New York Knicks. I know a lot of fans might want DeJounte Murray in the Big Apple. I think they should be targeting Malcolm Brogdon. I think he's the perfect fit. And if I had to make one specific match for a player and team going into February 8th, it would be Brogdon to New York. Because when they made that deal for OG Ananobi, the biggest thing they lost, in my opinion, was their bench depth at that guard position with Emmanuel quickly departing New York. They'd be getting a bench player who just won sixth man of the year in 2023, has playoff experience. But the thing that I love about Brogdon is his ability to potentially play alongside Jalen Brunson. Brunson has been playing at an MVP caliber level this season. When he comes off the bench, it doesn't go well for New York. They don't bring him off the bench often because he's been so good and Tibbs runs his guys into the ground. And especially during the postseason, you know you're going to get Brunson playing 40 minutes, 40 minutes a night. But in those eight minutes, Brogdon can be the point guard, but he can also play alongside Jalen Brunson because he's got size. He's got the ability to defend at that two-way level and play off ball in the catch-and-shoot three-point role. I love this addition for New York. I love this fit for Malcolm Brogdon. It's not really that big of a blockbuster, if you will, but I think Brogdon, New York, need to happen. What needs to happen as well? Well, you go to Price Picks. Get a $100 first deposit match when you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code 
CLNS. Let's pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections, and you can watch the winnings roll in. Rapper Meek Mill, comedian Andrew Schultz, play prize picks every single day. And uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but outside of the NBA, there's actually a big game coming up this Sunday. The last football game for a nice little five to six months. I'm using prize picks to make it more intriguing. You can guarantee that. I'm taking the more than on Patrick Mahomes passing yards. I'm taking the more than on Isaiah Pacheco touchdowns. I'll take the less than on Debo Samuel receiving yards. And I'll also take the more than on Christian McCaffrey receiving yards as I think he's in for a big day for the gold and red, I guess. Yeah, we'll go with the gold and red. You can take my picks. You can fade my picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS to get a first deposit match up to $100. I'm a nice guy. So I'm putting that link in the chat and the description of today's video. Let's head down to Dallas, where we're currently residing, where they need a center badly. And in this blockbuster trade, they get Clint Capella. What do they give up? Rashawn Holmes and Maxi Kleber to match salary. They have to offer their only first-round pick they can trade in 2027, and they offer that second-round pick they have from the Miami Heat in 2028. And Derek Lively has just been a force to be reckoned with this year. He's been so good out of Duke. The rookie has just been nothing short of fantastic. He was a top guy for me on my big board, and he's been very, very good so far but they need some help, either backing up Lively or moving Lively to the bench in the form of Clint Capella. Capella is having a very fine season in Atlanta. He's actually improved that free throw shooting as well, which you wouldn't think of him being a 65% free throw shooter, but he's done an excellent job of improving at area of his game. He's been in the playoffs before playing with a dominant ball handler in the form of James Harden. Well, now he could do it with Kyrie and Luka and help out Derek Lively. Can't play the two at the same time, because they do the same exact thing, but you won't lose your step when you go to the bench and bring Derek Lively to the bench to take a seat. Because, well, Rashawn Holmes, um, Maxi Kleber in the front court of Dallas has really held them back at least this season. Dwight Powell also not doing so well for the Mavericks. Let's move on to blockbuster trade number four. This one's an intriguing one. I don't really know if this is happening, but I thought it was a fun one, and I want to discuss it. It's my show. Zach Levine to the Philadelphia 76ers in exchange for Marcus Morris, Nicholas Batum. By the way, Nicholas Batum spells his first name really, really cool if you ask me. Robert Covington, and then a 2029 first-round pick as well. Levine's had a very interesting season this year. Um not even averaging 20 points per game this year for the Chicago Bulls. But the only thing is he's only played in 25 games. So he's been very on and off the court with his injury history. It's been rumored that he's going to be dealt from the Windy City for about three or four months now. And will someone finally bite on Levine's nasty, nasty contract of 40 mil per year? Now, you can match the salary pretty easy if you're Philadelphia by adding those three year or three guys that are on an expiring contract. And if you bring Levine into this lineup, you're going to have him as the third option, arguably the fourth option next to Tobias Harris. And you can really create a dynamic five, man. This lineup is going to be very versatile on the offensive end, very versatile on the defensive end. Maxi, Levine, Tobias, Oubre, who's been a fantastic addition this year. And then obviously the man that is always being talked about in the NBA headline circle, Joel Embiid. It's an interesting lineup that I think could be really dynamic scoring. 
The question is the defense, specifically in the backcourt, but Harris, Oubre, and Bede, not the worst frontcourt defensive trio. I would be intrigued if I'm Philadelphia. You don't have to offer that much. The only really downside of this trade is that, well, it creates a nightmare in terms of financial situations because of Zach Levine's 40 mil per year. Speaking of that man, Zach Levine, you make the call for me. Will Zach Levine be traded by the deadline? Type Y for yes, type N for no. It'll be uh, very intriguing to see if he does get dealt. He's been in the forefront of rumors for the last three or four months. Blockbuster number five in the final one of today's show. Ooh, whoa, who cooked up this one? Kyle Kuzma to the Miami Heat for Duncan Robinson, Caleb Martin, Nikola Jovic. A 2028 first-round pick swap and a 2026 second-round pick. Zach Buckley actually cooked this one up, if you want to know. I took it from him. I thought it was a blockbuster. Kyle Kuzma would be a really intriguing addition to that Heat rotation, who finally just snapped their seven-game losing streak on Wednesday against the Sacramento Kings. 22 points a night, 45% from the field, 33% from three. But the thing that makes Kyle Kuzma such a good addition and acquisition for Pat Riley's Miami Heat, well, he gives them size and scoring. He's 6'9". He's got a seven-foot wingspan. And alongside Bam Adebayo, the Heat really struggle with defending bigger-sized teams. And when Bam heads to the bench, they really struggle to get boards, and sometimes they struggle with Adebayo on the court. Now, I'm not saying Kuzma is going to fix all of that, but what he will do is slide into that starting power forward position next to Rozier, Hero, Jimmy, and Bam, provide a guy who can space the floor, but also really do some nice things in that Eric Spolstra scheme defense that focuses so much on switching and being able to guard all five positions at a time, no matter who you are. Kuzma is able to do that. Maybe not at the most effective level, but his size, wingspan, and athleticism allow him to give them a chance to continue that offense. But he's also averaging 22 a night. And if that trade happened, I'm not going to say all five guys would average 20 a night because that certainly would not be the case, but they would technically have five guys averaging 20 points or more in that starting lineup. That'll do it for today's video. If you haven't already, follow your boy on Twitter, at Nick underscore Roloff. I'm talking hoops in the NBA on a daily basis. And if you want to be up to date on the latest NBA trade rumors, well, that's where you're going to find it first before we come over here and make a video for y'all. So follow me on Twitter, at Nick underscore Roloff. There we go, and there we are. We are going to have to make a splice on that. Which one? The one we just, the, the blockbuster one. I fixed it. No, no, no. Derek Lively and Clint Capella had the same exact Oh, the stats. free throw? No, same exact stats. Weird. I don't know how that happened, but. We'll splice it. Yeah, we'll just have to do that. That's fine. It'll be an easy one because it's full screen to full screen. Yeah. But I'm just saying. All right. It's your boy. It's your boy's up. What's up, your, your boy? boy? That's a heat guy. It's your boy. Uh, it, it is your boy. No Miami Heat game tonight. No Heat game tonight. Tomorrow, though, against the Wizards. Ooh. Yeah. You can see your future player, Kyle Hope Kuzma. So. One would hope, but it's not going to happen. Trade's not going to happen. No? No. I can almost guarantee it doesn't happen. February 8th, we'll be live for the deadline. Uh, we will. Off. Yeah, make sure you subscribe. Also, be Harrison on the lookout Grant. because the NBA All-Star Reserves get announced tonight on TNT. Yes, they do. 
Um, so be on the lookout if your team has an all-star. How about, by the way, the Milwaukee Bucks are 0-2 with Doc Rivers as head coach. LOL. They lost to the Portland Trailblazers last night. <laughs> they might lose to Philadelphia if they come up again. I think the Bucks are screwed. You think they're done? I'm not kidding. Like I know the Heat have just lost seven in a row. I'm telling you right now, if the Heat and Bucks play in the seven-game series, and it, and it started tomorrow, even after this seven-game losing streak, I think the Heat win again. That would be crazy. Doc Rivers can't coach. He, no, he can't. That team can't beat Miami. And I'm honestly that not – I. my hottest take in the NBA is that the Bucks are actually worse this year than they were last year. It was kind of nasty work what the Bucks did by firing Adrian Griffin. I also can't um, – I get that Damian Lillard is better than Drew Holiday. But for the team that is built around Giannis and Chris Middleton, I think Drew Holiday is a way better – fit than Damian Lillard. Because Dame, yes, is so dynamic offensively. Who who do they have on Milwaukee to guard opposing team's best guard? Yeah, that's a good point. Who Who's defending on that team? They have Giannis and Brooke in the paint, but outside of those Dame guys... Dame ain't guarding. Dame ain't guarding. They don't have Drew anymore. Malik Beasley, is that your top guard defender? Like, that's a problem. He's not guarding. Grayson Allen's gone. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, who's the bad thing? Like, they get matched up against Brunson. They get matched up against Demitz. They get matched up against Maxie. the Maxi. They get matched up against Boston. Like, who are they defending? Like, seriously. Are they out in the first round? My question is also, uh, even when they play Miami, who struggled offensively, their guy who they put on Jimmy for the entire series was Drew Holiday, who gave up about 35 a game, by the way. And he was their best defender. They gave up their best defender. Who's guarding Jimmy? You're going to put Giannis on him? All right, cool. Rashard Lee asks who's defending Giannis. Well, that's a good question as well. Well, in Miami, it's an easy answer. Jimmy? Bam. Bam. Easy uh, answer. Fair, yeah. Um, in, around the other, I guess OG probably on Giannis if you're in New York. If you're Boston, you're probably putting Tatum on Giannis. Or Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's been a little bit of a better defender this year. There's no... uh. There's no sugarcoating that, but could he, good Gian- could he guard Giannis? Did the Patriots know. already have a special teams coordinator hired? Yes. Okay, so that was just the last one. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. All right. All right. This was cool, guys. It was very fun to hang out, talk some NBA hoops with y'all. Um, I'll see y'all next Thursday. Well, we both will, actually. It will be a trio of guys, though. It will be Coop. But we decided that, right? I might be on Knicks. Oh, no. I think I'm on Knicks. Yeah, okay, never mind. You will not be seeing Cooper Steve. Well, maybe you will. Um, I will be live with Harrison Graham, and I think Jack Lotteray is what we decided. Correct. Next Thursday for the 2024 NBA trade deadline. Fun talking hoops with all of you. Peace out. We'll see you live on NBA Now once again, week from today, February 8th, trade deadline. Peace out, folks. See you soon.